0: Sometimes you have to do what you need to do despite what everyone else is saying and you must be persistent to what you know is the truth. The Thinking Yourself Into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one, easy to access recording, and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Good morning, I'm Amira Alvarez, and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. So to finish out this chapter on decision, I want to read you this one sentence Those who reach decisions promptly and definitely know what they want and generally get it. So important. If you don't know what you want, you won't know how to make your decisions. But if you do know what you want, and again, desire is causative, you will make decisions in alignment with that. And then you will generally get it. But if you know what you want and then you have subconscious blocks that tell you to believe things that are not the truth of who you are and how the world works, you will start second-guessing yourself. And you'll get in your own way and you will create indecision. So desire is only part of it. Then you must practice stepping into decision. So with that very quick teaching, we're going to wrap up the chapter on decision. And I will see you in the next episode where we start chapter nine on persistence, which is one of the most powerful chapters in the whole book. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and we are starting chapter nine today on persistence, the sustained effort necessary to induce faith, the eighth step towards riches. Hill says, persistence is an essential factor in the procedure of transmuting desire into its monetary equivalent, The basis of persistence is the power of will. Willpower and desire, when properly combined, make an irresistible pair. So let's pause there for a moment. The will is often misunderstood. The will is your ability to keep focused and concentrate your effort. It's not struggling to push yourself. It's not the ground grinded out. That, That is a force. Force negates. Will is your ability to concentrate and focus your attention and your efforts on what you desire, on what you wish to accomplish, what's right in front of you. And when you combine that with desire, it's very powerful. Well, uh, Hill says it's an irresistible pair. He goes on to say, men who accumulate great fortunes are generally known as cold-blooded and sometimes ruthless. Often they are misunderstood. What they have is willpower, which they mix with persistence and place back of their desires to ensure the attainment of their objectives. So, what he's saying here is that they have that focused, concentrated effort mixed with persistence, meaning they are going to not quit, they're going to stick with it, they're going to keep going, they're going to find a way. And they're putting those two things behind their desire, meaning underneath, foundational, supporting their desire, holding up their desire, the energy behind their desire to ensure the attainment of their objectives. Now Hill has italicized the word ensure. He's emphasizing that word. He's saying that you must have persistence and will behind your desire. Those three things to ensure the attainment of your objective. Now here's where people get in the way a little bit. They want it now. But you must have persistence, which means when it doesn't happen now, you don't quit, you don't give up. You stay focused, you stay committed to your desire, you stay persistent with it. When you get in the habit of that You will learn how to call things in, create them, manifest them so much quicker. But ideas are spiritual seeds and we do not know how long it takes for that idea to come into manifestation until you have the experience built up to say so, to determine. So a new idea for you You won't know how long it will take and therefore it requires that you stay persistent. So where do you need to increase your focus, your will? Where do you need to stay persistent? We will be asking you that question again and again as we move through this chapter on persistence. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez, and let's get started. We are in chapter nine on persistence, the sustained effort necessary to induce faith and the eighth step towards riches. We started off this chapter and we saw that men who accumulate great fortunes are generally known as cold blooded and sometimes ruthless. They are often misunderstood. And Hill goes on to say that Henry Ford has been generally misunderstood to be ruthless and cold blooded. This misconception grew out of Ford's habit of following through in all of his plans with persistence. So, are you willing to be misunderstood? Are you willing to be the recipient of other people's judgments? Sometimes you have to. Do what you need to do despite what everyone else is saying and you must be persistent to what you know is the truth. Have faith in that, stick with your decision and complete on it. Are you willing to, quite frankly, suffer through the judgment from others? Most people aren't. Most people would cave if enough people said, They were wrong to pursue something. They were wrong to continue in a particular fashion. So, you know, this is just an interesting question to ask yourself. Hill goes on to say, the majority of people are ready to throw their aims and purposes overboard and give up at the first sign of opposition or misfortune. Is that you? How quickly do you give up, stop, say it's not working, get frustrated, get resentful, get annoyed, get irritated, stomp off, throw a little tantrum. I am saying this from a place of experience with all of these things. I have noticed that as I have gone from being new in business to growing my business quite significantly, that I had to learn how to manage my emotions, manage my mindset, and not go into throwing my hands up in frustration and responding with a little bit of a tantrum, if you will. Sure, everyone has bad days. Sure, things are going to happen, but how are you going to respond? Are you going to let it throw you off course? Or are you going to be persistent? And in this case, I'm talking about being persistent with managing your mind. Are you going to manage your responses, how you think about your experiences? When there is misfortune or opposition, small or large, you must step forward with persistence. And that is a learned habit. That's a learned behavior. What can you do today to increase your level of persistence? Do that thing. Take that action. Be that person. Be unstoppable. Hello, hello. I'm Amira Alvarez and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. We are in the chapter on persistence. and Hill says, there may be no heroic connotation to the word persistence. But the quality is to the character of man what carbon is to steal. So it's essential is what he's saying there. The building of a fortune generally involves the application of the entire 13 factors of this philosophy. He's speaking about this philosophy that he's outlining in this book, Thinking Grow Rich. These principles must be understood. They must be applied with persistence by all who accumulate money. That means you keep at it. You keep bettering your best. You keep referring back to them and asking yourself, Am I doing this? Am I living up to this standard? How could I better my best? How can I actualize this more in my life? Not with a guilt and shame if you haven't lived up to your own expectations, but with. A neutral evaluation wherein you say I could better my best here and this is what I'm going to do he goes on to say if you are following this book with the intention of applying the knowledge it conveys your first test as to your persistence will come when you begin to follow the six steps described in the second chapter Unless you are one of the two out of every hundred who already have a definite goal at which you are aiming and a definite plan for its attainment, you may read the instructions and then pass on with your daily routine Never and never comply with those instructions. The author is checking you up at this point because lack of persistence is one of the major causes of failure. Moreover, experience with thousands of people has proved that lack of persistence is a weakness common to the majority of men. It is a weakness which may be overcome by effort. The ease with which lack of persistence may be conquered will depend entirely upon the intensity of one's desire. So several things here. If you do not know what we are speaking about here in terms of the steps, the six steps outlined in chapter two, Of course, you can go back and read this yourself in Think and Grow Rich, but I would also encourage you to sign up for the Morning Mindset Club and get the teachings on this. Once you sign up, you will have access to all the materials that we put out from the get-go on this this book. And there's some significant teachings that you won't want to miss and that is yours to access, but you have to take action on that. Okay, you can find that link on our free stuff page, which is the slash free stuff. Okay. He also says here the author is checking up and checking you up at this point. That's a funny way of saying it. And and he's saying, Hey, look, are you doing what's necessary? You gotta do what's necessary, and you have to be persistent in doing that. And he says that the ease with which lack of persistence may be conquered will depend entirely upon one's, upon the intensity of one's desire. How badly do you want it guys? If you want it badly enough and you are willing to step forward in faith, meaning you've not experienced the outcome of following those six steps yet. So you don't know that they work and how well that they work. You must trust. You must have faith. You must do it anyways in faith. If you want it badly enough, you must do that because these steps work. So go back, listen to chapter two, stay in persistence with it. If you've fallen off the horse, Forgive yourself, instant forgiveness, and get right back on the horse doing those six steps. Hello, hello, and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So Hill says here in this chapter on persistence that the starting point of all achievement is desire which is absolutely true. If you don't want it badly enough, you won't pursue it. You won't be persistent. And desire is causative. It's what's going to call you forward and start the engines. So keep, he says, keep this constantly in mind. Weak desires bring weak results. Just as a small amount of fire makes a small amount of heat. If you find yourself lacking in persistence, this weakness may be remedied by building a stronger fire under your desires. So oftentimes people have the reasonable or practical desire that's not going to build enough heat. That's not going to get you going enough. Oftentimes people have conceptions of what they think they should do based on what the culture says, what based on what their family says, based on what they think is going to be safe and it's not infused with enough desire. It's going to have a weak fire. So make sure that your goal is so infused with the truth of what you want that it has a strong enough fire under it. Hill goes on to say, if you find that you are indifferent, you may be sure that you have not yet acquired the money consciousness, which you must possess before you can be sure of accumulating a fortune. Okay. So he's saying, if you are indifferent, if you don't really want it, if you could leave it or take it, take it or leave it, then you haven't acquired The money consciousness that you must possess, which means the desire for the thing, for the money, before you can accumulate the fortune, okay? Money consciousness has to do with everything in this book, has to do with like the persistence of going after it. Fortunes gravitate to men whose minds have been prepared to attract them. That's money consciousness, Everything that you're learning in this program, in these episodes, will help you attune your mind and change your way of being and thinking so that you are able to attract what you want. He says in this book may be found all the stimuli necessary to attune any normal mind to the vibrations which will attract the objects of one's desires. You must build your consciousness of how to do that by studying the principles of this book. This will give you the money consciousness you need to attune your mind to creating the income that you desire. So with that, have you studied this? Do you do you have an elevated money consciousness? Do you understand how to create money? If not, keep listening. If you do, keep listening too. Because you can always raise your level of awareness. Every single time I read this book, I raise my level of awareness and I raise my money consciousness. Do not stop. Keep bettering your best, keep raising your awareness, keep expanding your money consciousness. Don't blow it off. Be persistent. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started with this next section in the chapter on persistence. So pay attention to this. This is one of the most important paragraphs in the whole entire book. Hill says, poverty is attracted to one whose mind is favorable to it, as money is attracted to him whose mind has been deliberately prepared to attract it, and through the same laws. Poverty consciousness will voluntarily seize the mind which is not occupied with money consciousness. A poverty consciousness develops without conscious application of habits favorable to it. The money consciousness must be created to order unless one is born with such a consciousness. Okay, let's break this down. So poverty is attracted to one whose mind is favorable to it. These are the subconscious programming, the the beliefs that you hold in your subconscious, your identity, your self-esteem, the image that you have of yourself and how the world works. All of that creates poverty consciousness, if it's not creating wealth consciousness or money consciousness. You must deliberately prepare your mind, unless you were born with money consciousness, and few people are, some are, but few people are. You must deliberately prepare yourself, your mind, your subconscious, which works day and night helping you achieve the goal you set it. But if the goal that's been set is poverty, you're in big trouble. And you need to, even if consciously you want something else, you will need to create a different subconscious belief and and prepare yourself to achieve it by continuously preparing your mind and focusing it on your goals, and plans. And this is what he lays out in chapter two, which we've already discussed, and it is your job to consistently and deliberately, consciously prepare yourself to occupy your mind with that, not with poverty consciousness. Now, nature, bo- nature abhors a vacuum. So if you are not feeding your mind with exactly what you want consistently, every single day, it will get filled with all the busyness of life. It will get filled with the miscellany and the the being in the weeds and the busy work. And also what I've just articulated, which is the poverty consciousness, the beliefs that say you can't do it, you can't have it, it won't work, you, you aren't allowed to, you must be limited, you should be afraid, you need to be in scarcity, there isn't enough. So you must investigate here. This is a habit, two things here, you must investigate your thinking. Do you reject money? Do you have conflicting feelings about it? Do you think it's a zero sum game that if you make money, it's taking from others? Do you believe that it's a limited universe, not an expanding universe? Do you feel like money is going going to shrink and go away or that it's ever expanding and there's more for everyone? What are your beliefs about money? Do you believe that it makes you greedy and a bad person? All of that. The negative side of those those questions, if you answered that truthfully, you have to recognize that you have poverty consciousness. Don't make yourself wrong or bad about that. Don't guilt or shame yourself, but do change it. Make sure that you start programming yourself for success, programming yourself for wealth, for, for making money. And you must do that deliberately and habitually. So deliberately means consciously with focus and doing it daily, consistently, habitually. That's why this paragraph is in the chapter on persistence. You must keep your goals, your financial goals and any other goal that you're going for present daily. Otherwise your mind will be filled with other things. This is how you change From poverty consciousness to wealth consciousness. And it doesn't happen overnight. You must have persistence here. And if you've fallen off the horse and you've lost sight of your goals, just get right back at it. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We are in the chapter on persistence and we just discussed how you must keep your goals present and you must persistently look at them morning and night so that you create a wealth consciousness, a money consciousness and you don't let the habit of poverty consciousness slip right back in there without your conscious agreement it is so easy for that to happen because of the years of programming and the generalized belief structure of our culture and who we were raised by and our habitual ways of thinking that are embedded in our beliefs in our subconscious and our self-image and hill says here if you have ever experienced a nightmare you will realize the value of persistence. You are lying in bed, half awake, with a feeling that you are about to be smothered. You are unable to turn over or to move a muscle. You realize that you must begin to regain control over your muscles. Through persistent effort of will, power, you finally manage to move the fingers of one hand. By continuing to move your fingers, you extend your control to the muscles of one arm until you can lift it. Then you gain control of the other arm in the same manner. You finally gain control over the muscles of one leg and then extend it to the other leg. Then with one supreme effort of will, you regain complete control over your muscular system and snap out of your nightmare. And the trick has been turned step by step. You may find it necessary to snap out of your mental inertia through a similar procedure, moving slowly at first, then increasing your speed until you gain complete control over your will. Be persistent. No matter how slowly you may at first have to move, with persistence will come success. So this is an argument for sticking with it. If you have fallen off the horse, if you have lost sight of your goals, if you've done it for a week and then went on to some new sparkly object, right? Bright, shiny object, just go right back to it. Don't beat yourself up. That's a waste of energy, but do set yourself up for success. How are you going to do better this time? This is about bettering your best a little bit at a time. He's saying, just keep with it, be persistent. This is how you build your willpower. This is how you build your focus. This is how you build your wealth consciousness. So you must consistently look at your goals. You must be persistent about it and you must keep going. Now it's not just persistence with your reading of your goals and visualizing and seeing them and, and keeping them present, but it's persistence with all the hard things in life. There will be hard things that you have to do in order for you to grow and become more and step into success. It's true. You will have to do hard things. You will have to grow by definition. You have not done the things you need to do in order to get the success that you want. So therefore, you must grow yourself. And there is always tension in the growth. There will always be a discomfort there. If you're growing quickly, that discomfort is going to be a little bit bigger than if you're growing slowly. Stick with it turn by turn. Stay in the game. Do not give up on yourself. What is the thing that you need to focus on today and stay persistent in It may be that challenging thing. You may want to give up. You may want to say you're too tired for it. You might want to say you're sick. You may want to say there's too many other things. I don't have time. This is more important. I have to do this for someone else. Look at your stories. Look at your excuses. Look at your rationalizations and recognize it for what it is a distraction and use your power of focus to do the thing that is most challenging for you right now, and stay persistent with it. For the bonus content of this episode, I wanna go back to this concept that willpower and desire, when properly combined, make an irresistible pair. And that will, using your will, or willpower is not the same thing as forcing. Because force negates. You can use force, but you're going to actually be working at counter purposes to yourself. Do you sometimes have to push through your resistance? Absolutely. And it becomes a very interesting, challenging nuance to figure out. You must learn the discernment here because force does in fact negate, however, persistence doing the thing that you know you need to do that is challenging for you now because you haven't grown into the level of awareness, competency, knowledge, uh, attunement with um, mastery of the thing that you're doing, it's going to take some, a, a, a minute. A, it could be a, a long minute for you to get to that level. And in that time, you will need persistence. But that doesn't mean that you have to be swimming uphill. When you feel that that struggle, that monkey on your back, you need to recognize that if you start forcing things, force negates. Now, this does not mean that you don't need to put the effort in. You do need to put the effort in. You must do something different to have your breakthrough. And that requires that you think differently and that you act differently. But clearly, there's effort involved you must grow to that next level of mastery. And in order to do so, you must put in the effort. This is how you're going to build your self-worth. This is how you're gonna build your capacity. Capacity. This is how you're gonna build your mastery and get to the next level. And, and you need to know that there are actions that you need to take to have that breakthrough, okay? So how do you have that breakthrough without using force, okay? This has everything to do with the energy behind your actions. So we can be persistent with a great attitude, a can do attitude, a hustle and jam, I'm moving quickly, but I'm also in flow. Okay. I'm I am going. I am I am moving quickly. I am jamming. I'm I'm you know going on all cylinders, but I have an attitude not just of gratitude, but of expansion of like, bring it on. Yes, I can. This is what I've been put here on this earth to do. This might be challenging, but I know that in order to get to the next level, I have to grow. So I am going to engage in this with an open heart, open mind, and and just jam on it and do it. That's the energy you want, as opposed to the monkey on my back. This is so freaking hard strive, push energy. You want to be going with the flow, so to speak. Now the flow of the universe says in order to have something of a higher nature, you must be someone of a higher nature. You actually have to, to, to be and do things at a higher nature. And that's going to require you to change. So you can speak to yourself and say, Hey, I know what I want, I'm, I know that I need to take these actions to get there. I need to be persistent in that. And I need, I know I need to be someone for whom this is easy. So I am going to choose right now to make this easy. How do you do that? You change your attitude. You change your attitude. You fall in love with what you're doing you stop saying to yourself, this is so hard. I hate this. Why do I have to do this? I don't want to do this. This is a waste of my time. This is too much effort. There's got to be an easier way, blah, 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 blah. You fall in love with the thing that's causing you to grow and you embrace it. Okay. Now you also, this is where desire comes in. You also have to make sure that you are clearly and cleanly and wholly embracing your desire. You must embrace your desire fully and not have any uh, double binds around it or, or blocks around achieving it. And oftentimes you, one does, and that's a giant blind spot for the person, for you. You consciously know that you want something, but in consciously you're making that a priority, but there is something in your subconscious programming, that is blind to you. That's the nature of blind spots. They are blind to you. That are that is keeping you at cross purposes with executing that, with fully embracing your desire. So, for a very simplistic one, would be you want to make uh, six figures or you want to make seven figures. You have a financial goal, but then you have this belief, subconsciously, that you know, rich people, the, the only way to make lots of money is to do things unethically. Like all rich people are um, crooks. You heard that growing up and you don't even know that that's running in your subconscious until you do some practices to unpack that. And then you see it and then you can say, well, that's not true. I no longer believe that. And fully embrace your desire. That's a bit of a simplistic example. Usually the blind spots are quite a bit more complicated than that, but I wanted to give you something to to think about right now. So the question to ask yourself around this is, are you conflicted on any level with the, de- the, the desire that you hold, the, the goal that you're going for, the thing that you want to achieve? And I would suggest that you do whatever it takes to change your beliefs so that you can embrace your desire that's required. And then number two is you must take different actions even in the face of the habitual fear of changing, okay? That's gonna feel hard at first, like a grind. The trick is to do it anyways and to have a great attitude while you're doing it. That requires choice. You will, all of you will wanna go into your habitual bitching and moaning, but instead you have to choose and say, no, I'm in love with this. I'm in love with the growth. This is, this is what I crave. And I'm going to leave you with one final thought here. And this comes from Albert Gray, who wrote an amazing, um, treatise on this, treatise on this, that in order to really be successful, okay and and to really go to the next level in your life and your business that the common denominator of success the secret of success of every individual who has ever been successful lies in the fact that he or she formed the habit of doing things that failures don't like to do this is why you have to be unstoppable you don't have to use force you don't have to um, do it with struggle. You can embrace it and say, I am forming the habit of doing the thing that failure, failures refuse to do. Is that getting up early? Is that keeping your commitments? Is that doing sales? Is that doing outreach? Is that being visible at a different level? What is it that you are refusing to do? And what is it that successful people don't refuse to do? And how can you make that habit and therefore be persistent without negating with force? Okay, that's what I've got for you today. Have an amazing day. Rock it out. Be unstoppable. And I can't wait to join you in the next episode. Take care. Hey. Are you loving this material? We'd love to know. Join our Be Unstoppable Facebook group where we go live answering your questions and sharing even more material to help you step forward powerfully in your business and your life. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group. When you get there, leave us a comment or ask us a question. We'd love to hear from you. See you in the group and rock it out and be unstoppable.